I'm here with David Gunnell from Bristol University, uh, who's just given a great talk here about suicide in young people. And yeah, this is one of the big issues of our time, David. Why did you choose to, to focus on this? I, I, I've been particularly concerned, I think, uh, because I'm based at Bristol University and in the last couple of years we've experienced um, the tragic deaths of a number of our, our students. So I wanted to try and put those tragedies in the wider context of what's going on with youth mental health in the UK. And so have been particularly struck by the rise in suicide rates amongst 15 to 19 year olds over the last eight or nine years in the UK. We published a piece in The Lancet um, a couple of months ago led by Helen Bold showing this rise in suicides in 15 to 19 year olds slightly greater rise in females than males um, which is supported by other evidence from mental health surveys the natural psychiatric morbidity surveys um, and I think it raises a number of really important questions to which we don't yet have answers but the answers to those questions you know what's driving this has to inform prevention. So how does how do those rising rates in the UK uh, compare to rates elsewhere in the world? One of the fascinating things about working in epidemiology is we, we look elsewhere to see if what's happening in one country is happening elsewhere. Uh, if you look internationally, um, countries such as Australia, the United States seem to be experiencing similar trends to us. France, Germany are experiencing reductions in, in youth suicide. Um, so we need to think to ourselves, well, what might be happening differently in those countries to our country? The big global picture is that amongst 15 to 19-year-olds, suicide rates have declined dramatically in countries such as India and China. And so, of course, that's driving the reduction in youth suicides globally. But it, you know, these big global pictures mask important differences in patterns from countries to country. And so a knowledge of what's going on in your country is important to prioritise suicide prevention efforts appropriately. So the $6 million question, what's causing it? <laughs> and, and there is no easy answer. I think a, an important clue is that in both Australia, the States, the UK, the rise began in 2008-2009. That was the year of the Great Recession in the UK and the United States. So it may be factors related to that, although our research has shown that in Australia, which has experienced rises similar to those in the UK and the USA, it, it wasn't affected by the global economic crisis. So, so no, the, the other big issue that is uh, put forward by the media is, is social media. And you know, that's, that's been the big environmental change for our young people in recent years. But again, is, is there any reason to think the impact of social media is different in France, Germany, Japan from what it is in the United States and the UK? We need, we need bigger, better studies looking at trends in mental health, trends in social media use to get to grips with that particular potential explanation. And it's interesting, isn't it, when you look at Generation Z, you know, this, this, this population born in the 90s, what are they doing now? Well, a lot of them are out on the streets protesting, extinction rebellion, all that kind of stuff. So surely those are big issues too for these people. Absolutely. You know, so so climate change, glo you know, growth in international terrorism. Th those are things that as an epidemiologist are just really hard to measure. It's really hard to relate trends over time in um in suicide rates, mental health to a change in those very real concerns expressed by young people. So we we need to think uh, uh 
in new and different ways about how we measure that from an epidemiological perspective. Of course, you know, in-depth qualitative studies with young people about the issues that affect them will be important too. And living in and through austerity in the UK, what, what about the kind of work situation for young people? So, so with the Great Recession 2008, uh, unemployment rates rose in 15 to 24-year-olds. They peaked around 2013-14 and have since been declining. But one big change has been uh, a growth in zero-hour contracts, so the nature in the sorts of work that young people are doing. And, of course, you know, 30 to 40 percent of people uh, who are on zero hours contracts are 15 to 24 year olds you know the young, you know, young workers um, so so there may be factors around changes in the workforce following on from the recession it's really fascinating work um, you, you're kind of going to be producing some some um, publications relating to this soon so I encourage people to look out for those and yeah thanks for taking the time to join us thanks Andre pleasure speaking to you mm-hmm.